0: You know well at this point, Elaine Gross, uh race, racism, and of course, uh, with the governor signing into law last week, the three-year Newsday investigation targeting real estate discrimination and allowing the state to suspend or revoke uh, agencies' uh, licenses uh, also uh, was not immune as far as uh, the power also got hit last week like so many others. But hopefully she has been... Uh, have you been restored, Elaine? How you How you doing, dear? You- Hi. Uh,
1: well, finally, Sunday uh, late morning. Uh, and it's been staying on, so I'm happy.
0: <laughs> but that- well, we're happy to have you because of that. But yeah, major, major problem. But we wanted to get to this with you last week, as uh, the governor did sign uh, last week. Uh, the Newsday investigation, as we told the audience, the real estate discrimination kind of targets that allows the state to suspend licenses and everything else, but also a new caveat here, and that is violation of human rights law. Uh, so we'll get into that. Um, and uh, certainly well needed, you know this one was coming.
1: Yes, we uh back in December of last year, when the Senate committees um three Senate committees had a public hearing here on Long Island Uh, In response to the Newsday investigation, one of the things that I mentioned in my uh, testimony was the New York State Division of Licensing Services had not been um, doing their job. (laughs) And their job included, um, if people were licensed, that was a privilege. And if they were not acting in an ethical manner, then they should not have their license. And so there has always been a um, a provision, if you will, for a fine for um, either suspending the license or revoking the license. The problem was that, first of all, this didn't really happen, not in our modern history. Uh, you won't find information about real estate agents losing their license. Um, and this law that was signed August 3rd uh, by the governor makes it absolutely clear. So there's no misunderstanding that the real estate agents must Abide by the by the um, New York State Fair Housing Law, and that the New York State Division of Licensing Services is obligated to hold them accountable for that. And so, I mean, it's a it's kind of a bittersweet kind of situation. I was very pleased that it passed, but it's. It's really unfortunate that, uh, that the Division of Licensing and Services didn't recognize until now that if, if the housing uh, real estate agents are steering black clients to certain communities and white clients to other communities and giving the clients different information, about availability, all of those kinds of things, that's clearly a violation. That's not ethical um, uh, behavior on the part of the real estate agent. They're supposed to treat all their clients the same. And so what this really points to, Jay, is just how difficult it is to root out housing discrimination because, People will make all kinds of rationales, you know, um, make up stories <laughs> to to allow them to continue in the behavior which they know is illegal. Um, you know, they do get some basic uh, fair housing training. Uh, we know from the Newsday uh, investigation that uh, some of that training is really suspect in terms of how rigorous it is. But um, they do know that there's a fair housing law. They do know they're not supposed to discriminate. And so this has been one of those situations where uh, not only the agents and their companies, but the New York State Division of Licensing Services, they were all kind of closing their eyes uh, to what was going on.
0: That was a good job by Senator Gorin, Assemblywoman uh, Jean-Pierre. They sponsored it. And uh, like like Elaine said, you know, it, this uh, this is really, you know, the fact that these agents uh, cannot engage in any type of practice, as Elaine pointed out, like the steering, you know, denying families uh, kind of the dignity of choosing their home and neighborhood. And that's just unacceptable. And, you know, the problem with all this And we learn our lessons from stuff like this. You know, this was a three-year investigation. It shed a lot of light on it. And, you know, when stuff like this comes out, you're surprised in one way, Elaine. But in the other way, you know, you're not surprised. And it's unfortunate when you have the latter because, you know, that's the aura of our society today, unfortunately. Even before May 25th in minneapolis but we know practices like this went on and unfortunately the exposure of an investigation you know of three years brings out the the full light of it all and right. uh, you know something like this we just it can never happen again I, I guess in a good way it was exposed but again the lack of surprise on my end uh... certainly looms large here <laughs>
1: And of course, we weren't surprised because we had had some lawsuits. <clears throat> In our case, it was rental, and but the the uh, black testers were told there are no vacancies. Uh, come back again. There's a long line, etc. The white testers were shown the vacancies. Were given applications to apply, etc. So we know that this happened. uh, But the fact that Newsday showed that it was so widespread, you know, not just in one town or another town, but across Long Island in a lot of different uh, instances, and that that is what is disturbing. And so I hope there has been a lot of um, media attention uh, around the discontent um, related to this, but also related to structural racism in general. And people have been in the streets over this. And I'm hoping that there's a cumulative effect that people will say, okay, I get it. This is going on. It's been going on for a long time. The government hasn't really been on top of it. The companies haven't uh, been on top of it, and uh, maybe, maybe this is what this is what I'm hoping that we will come to a period where everybody feels they have got to live up, live up to the values we say we aspire as a country, and um, you know we haven't been doing that, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm very pleased with this piece of legislation. You know, COVID uh derailed things for a little bit, but I'm so happy that um you know that the state legislature and the governor uh managed to get this piece of work done. And um we you know, we'll have to see. It took um it 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 took effect. Um, you know, this, this piece of legislation is uh, you know, was just signed. Um but there was another piece of legislation that was took effect earlier. It, I think it was June 20th, where the real estate agents had and companies had to have a, a form, and it had very specific information about their accountability under the Fair Housing uh, statute here, and. Um, And that form was supposed to be signed by and given to uh, all of the clients. So there are different pieces which are all coming together to say, okay, if you say you, if part of what you were doing before is saying, oh, I didn't realize, I didn't know, well, you can't say that anymore. You have a form which you have to sign. You have to do it every time for every client and it, it makes it clear what your responsibilities are. And then this next piece of legislation says, and in case you're saying you didn't really realize what the ramifications were, now you know. Your license, you can be fined, you can be, your license can be suspended, your license can be revoked. And it's up to the Division of Licensing Services now to really make good on that um they have a number of candidates they could just start with those realtors that were uh on the uh on the uh videos uh and the audios from the New York newsday uh, investigation um and we could uh, begin to see some real action uh on this
0: That's a good point no question uh and this is this is what happens folks when you have a a zero-tolerance type policy. You know, you're going to be held accountable. And uh, listen, uh, that's what you're right. June 20th, the form and everything else, uh, they're going to have to accentuate everything as far as their dealings are concerned. Uh, And uh, they'll be scrutinized. There's no question they're going to be scrutinized for every uh, transaction uh, lane that takes place. So, uh, you know, well done on all fronts, Gorin, LaPierre. Uh, Jean-Pierre, excuse me, and, uh, and of course, uh, the governor, uh, putting this into law last Monday. So, um, you know what? It, it was about time. Like I said, unfortunately, these things happen, uh, but uh, they shouldn't happen. But we're not surprised. But yet, uh, people are going to be held accountable now. And that's what, you know, the, the, the whole, it comes down to this. It comes down to having dialogue, having communication. You got to keep those lines open. I'll give you the final word there.
1: Yeah, and um I think that we should start with optimism and then we should see what the state really does. And if there isn't some action, seeing some, uh, you know, some action on the part of the New York State Division of Licensing Services, then we have to, you know, <laughs> obviously the governor will need to, uh, and the legislature, they both should be holding that agency accountable and uh, and asking them, having them come back to the legislators, governor, asking them for the documentation, for the investigations that have taken place. They should be looking to make sure that agency is functioning as it should in the enforcement of this new law.
0: And I hope also I'll add one more thing. I, I want to see periodic reviews of of every agency involved. I, I want to see everything going on there. I think uh, you want to do it quarterly. That's fine. Uh, everything uh, should be under the microscope as far as these agencies are concerned. Uh, you have to do it, in my opinion. And you, yeah. you listen. You got to micromanage it this way. You have to. But I want to see how every transaction had evolved. Uh, over the next several months and years, uh, I don't care how long it takes, but we got to make sure everybody is on the up and up here. I mean, that's the bottom line. So yeah, I'm sure you're going to have. I'm sure you're going to have periodic uh, deals like that where everything will be under that scope. Uh, but we can only hope for good things to right this ship. It's been uh, it's been uh, tilted for a long time. Let's put it that way. Right. So, <laughs> good stuff there. Uh, listen, uh, continued. Uh, Uh, Good stuff with you. Hopefully that power is going to remain on. We'll be on top of that. Uh, But um, well done, as always, regarding this type of situation there, Elaine Gross.
1: Well, thank you, Jay. I appreciate it.